This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You need to know what's happening. It's, 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 it's time to get in the huddle with Carl Dukes and Brian Baldinger. Back for another edition of In the Huddle, and this one is close to the draft. We're almost there. Brian Baldinger, of course, Carl Dukes put him up. And then my man, Jason Lockon for part of this podcast as well. Balding and Jason, a special edition of uh, the draft coverage, guys. Thursday night, 7 o'clock. Make sure you check that out. And uh, they're going to have a lot of great information leading up to the draft, which starts at 8 o'clock. Baldy, let's start with the news of the week. Maybe it's the news of the year. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, people are looking at this. And saying the Jets finally have what they need, and now uh, they are a legitimate Super Bowl contender. Of course, we're talking about four-time MVP Aaron Rodgers. The trade becomes official yesterday, guys. Rodgers traded, the Packers trade, a 2023 first-round pick. They swap 15-13 and 13 with the mm-hmm. Packers in the first round. Then you get a fifth-round pick. And then this additional potential first-rounder, if Aaron plays a percentage of the snaps, I think it's 65%. Uh, next year in 2024. Nevertheless, Baldy, let's get into it because now that the deal's official, what are you thinking? Well, a couple things. Number one, uh, it is the news. I mean, it's the biggest news of the offseason. Let's face it. I mean, the last time we saw this happen, Tom Brady left New England. And, you know, after almost the same amount of years that, you know, Aaron has been in Green Bay. And, you know, he went to Tampa and they won a Super Bowl. And I was just going back and looking. You know, Tom Brady came – in 2020, Carl, during the height of the pandemic, yep. you know, no offseason, very little, you know, workouts, whole thing. They win the Super Bowl. And he is the MVP. So you look at that situation in 2000. You look at what the Bucks were in 2019. They were a 7-9 team. Jameson threw 31 interceptions, you know, led the league in interceptions. They had the 29th-ranked defense, Carl. Mm. They had a good offense. They moved the ball. They just threw a lot of interceptions. You know, Bruce Arians, you know, they were no biscuit, no, you know, risk it, no biscuit, all that kind of stuff. But they were, yeah. they attacked. They just threw a lot of interceptions. But they were seven and nine. All right. The Jets at one point this year were seven and four, and they couldn't win another game. All right. They lost their last six. I feel like the situations are very similar. Aaron Rodgers coming to a team that desperately needs a proven quarterback. They have a defense that was top 10 last year, might be better this year. Everybody returns except for a couple defensive tackles, and they'll address that in the draft. And and here he is. 
And you've already seen Sauce Gardner reaching out and Brees Hall. Oh, my knee feels a whole lot better. You know, we got a quarterback. Yeah. I know guys inside that building, Carl. I'll be there on Friday, maybe Thursday this week to meet Aaron. But I know guys, prominent players on that team that were just sick of losing. Mm. You're, you, know, you know what I mean? Like getting paid, professionals, right. get your name in the papers every once in a while, sick of losing. Don't want to be there. Aaron comes. Not that he is the savior, but if you look at the compensation, you go, okay, you got to give up a first next year for most part. The only thing that remains to be seen in this whole deal structurally is, is Aaron going to be there longer than a year? Right. We don't know the details. We don't know if it's a two-year deal. That's the only thing that hasn't been resolved yet. You know, what is it a two-year deal? Is it a one-year deal? Is it a one-year? And let's wait and, and see if – Aaron wants to keep playing. Like, that's the only thing that needs to be – because I feel like he needs to give him two years. If he I can. agree. I agree. He has to give him two. Like, if the Jets are right back where they are right now, next year, I don't care what they do this year. I think that's a bad deal. Unless – sort of sh short of winning a Super Bowl. Like, I, I don't think that's a good deal for the Jets. Baldy, do the playoff struggles over the last couple of seasons – concern you now i'm trying to look at this from all angles right aaron is great absolutely he gives you a better chance to win than zach wilson or anybody else mike white or anybody they've had there but as you look at what has happened in green bay the last two seasons where they had a chance they didn't score any points against the 49ers this year they didn't get it done when they needed to and do you look at that and say all right that's concerning or was that more of a function of hey we're in a game. They had a great game plan. You, you give them credit. Do you, how much do you blame Aaron for any of those, 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 uh, yeah. you know, lack of offensive performances, specifically in the playoffs? Because if you're a Jets fan, you're like, look, we're going to go to the playoffs. But when we get there, are we going to get that? Is that a concern? That's a, it's a concern. I mean, you know, it was concerned by Green Bay. Otherwise, he'd still be there. You know, they wouldn't have drafted Jordan Love who wasn't a concern. They wouldn't be making the move that they made if it was a if it wasn't a concern. Um, look, that performance against San Francisco, they fired a special teams coach like the next day. Yep. One block, you know, I mean, all the stuff that San Francisco did. They lost to, you know, Super Bowl champs in the Rams, I believe. Um, you know, those those are concerns. You know that you can't um, you can't play at an MVP performance. Now, the quarterback needs help. You know, I'm not saying it's not, but Aaron's got to be complicit in that. He's got to look at that. It bothers him. But I think – I feel like – like I was talking to LaDainian Tomlinson yesterday, Carl. We were doing a show together. We were talking about the, the whole trade and everything. And even LT, like when the Chargers let him go and the Jets signed him, then the Jets met the Chargers in the playoffs. LT said that was as motivated he's ever been. Mm. Like it bothered him. You know, he here's the face of the franchise. They're cutting him loose. He goes to the Jets. Jets beat him in the playoffs. Like, I think the Jets are getting a highly motivated Aaron Rodgers. Now, does that get him through the playoffs? Does that make him play better in the playoffs? I don't think it does. But I think they're getting a very motivated Aaron Rodgers, partly to stick it to the Packers hmm. for doing this, like being making him feel a part of this whole drama, even though some of it is brought on by himself. Um, but I, th I feel like you're going to get a motivated Aaron Rodgers now. The next compo component of this, what 
Like I feel like Aaron's got to bring these receivers, Garrett Wilson and Lazard and you know Rucker, like all these guys, Brees Hall. He's got to bring them to California. Yeah, let's like, get let's to work. Shop. Let's yep. go to work. You know, all the great ones do it. Let's yep. go to work, guys. Come on, this is what we do. This is the audible system. This is what I'm looking at. You know, uh, red zone. This what this is the route. Like I just got to go through the whole Aaron Rodgers offense with him and teach him the finer points of what um, you know Nathaniel Hackett is going to lay out. Like whether it's in California or in New York, he's got to spend time with these guys. And I don't think if he doesn't do that, then this whole thing, I don't know if it collapses, but I don't think it's going to be what it can be. It's in the huddle, guys. Subscribe to uh, get the new episode. Stay up on everything that's going on in the NFL. Brian Baldinger, Carl Dukes, Jason Lock on four with you. We put a new episodes out every Tuesday, Thursday. This week, I will tell you, because the draft is Thursday, we're coming back Friday and reviewing yeah. what happened Thursday night. So specifically Friday morning, uh, at some point midday, you'll have a, a new cast to check out and, and hear what we're thinking and what we're talking about. Baldy, yesterday when this broke, I just want you to bear with me for a second, because yeah. when this broke, the first thing I said is, holy crap, look at the AFC. And I just want you guys to think about this. Just from a quarterback standpoint, okay? Yeah. Bills, Josh Allen. Tua, whatever you think about Tua, when he was on the field, they won, okay? Now you add Aaron to the Jets. The Bengals, Joe Burrow. Ravens, if Lamar comes back. Mm -hmm. Browns, a healthy and a full offseason Deshaun Watson. Jacksonville was a playoff team with Trevor Lawrence last year. Talk about, oh, that team, the Kansas City Chiefs, that had Patrick Mahomes. Don't forget about Herbert. Don't forget about Russell Wilson with the new coach. Baldy, I'm going, holy crap, the AFC is loaded with quarterbacks. Loaded. Loaded. And, um, you know, if uh, you follow the quarterbacks, which you have to do in the quarterback-driven league and all that, I mean, not to mention, you know, Garoppolo with the Raiders. I mean, you just keep going on and on and on. Russell Wilson with Sean Payton, like whatever he is and can be. Uh, I, I feel like you're going to get the best of Russell, whatever that is right now. So, yes, top to bottom. Like it is – and, you know, like I was saying just off camera yesterday, like I, the Jets went from – they had one national TV game Thursday night. It was, They were awful against Jacksonville, if you remember. Yeah, it, was like ugly. it was just a disaster. Like they're going to get the maximum number of national TV appearances. You know, whether that's five or whether that's six yep. in this new structure. It used to be five. It could be six. Like and it might even be the opening Sunday night game of the season. You know, I mean, I can see the Jets Sunday night in America. Like, here's here's Aaron Rodgers in the new the new Jets. Like, it they're going to be the schedule comes out in a couple weeks, Carl. After yep. this draft, that's the next big, you know, um, excitement to talk about in this NFL. Uh, you're going to see the Jets all over prime time. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Now, let me ask you, just from a divisional standpoint, Baldy, as we're talking here. Um. Are the Jets the favorite to win this division? I still have Buffalo. Where are you at right now? Now, I know we got to get through the draft and see what things shake out. But just adding Aaron, are they now the favorites to win this division? Well, I think it's gotten a whole lot closer, Carl. I mean, they haven't been competitive with Buffalo. They really haven't. They beat them once. They did beat them once. Um, they haven't been competitive with Miami. Uh, I feel like they're, they're right. And, you know, New England has wiped them up a bunch and, you know, I mean, whether it was Sam Darnold seeing ghost against them or, you know, Zach Wilson throwing back-to-back -back interceptions. Um, I feel like 
they have closed the gap, and this is a highly, highly mm-hmm. competitive division. And if you say, okay, if Lamar's back in Baltimore, Deshaun's at Cleveland, you know, what Pittsburgh is doing right now with their additions, like maybe the AFC North is the most competitive division top to bottom. But now after yesterday's news, maybe it's the AFC East. Maybe yeah. it's the AFC East top to bottom that is the most competitive right now. Yeah. I, and, you know, just looking at the opponents, by the way, outside of the division, um, this is going to be a very tough road. I mean, for the Jets, the, this is not an easy schedule they get, you know, um, whether it's at home, I think on the road, they got to go to Denver. They play the Cowboys. I mean, you've got some really tough teams. We don't know when and we that, don't know how that, that's going to play out. That Cowboys game, Woo. I'm telling you, Carl. That Jets at Dallas, that could open up Sunday night football. That could be the opening of the season. Like to me, uh, right. you know the Cowboys, you know, are going to be the one of the favorites to be seen. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers and the Jets, that just I remember like, you know, that year two years ago, it was, you know, Tampa in Dallas, and that was a great game. And there's Micah Parsons out there chasing Tom Brady all around the field. Like, I feel like it could very easily be the Jets and Dallas to start the season off. But, I, you know, Jets were a top 10 defense last year. Um, if they can figure out a way to take the ball away even more and give Aaron extra at-bats. Um, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I, you know, they, they, the Jets had me break down a bunch of things for Aaron Rodgers, and I'm like, where, where do I start? You know, <laughs> so I started, right? I said, and I started going through, like, some Hail Mary passes, Carl. Yeah. Then I started going through some of these back shoulder throws at the pylon. Then I started going some through some red zone stuff. I mean, you kind of – I don't think we forget, but sometimes you do forget if you just don't start watching these plays over and over and over the years and who they've beaten – what they did to the Bears and how they destroyed the Lions. You just go, man, if he's anywhere near that, the Jets are a whole lot better. Yeah. I mean, I, I want to lay this out for Jets fans. I'm sure they they may be aware. Outside of the Bills, Dolphins, Patriots. Home opponents this year. Yeah. Chiefs go to New York. Okay. Chargers go to New York. Yeah. The Eagles go to New York. Wow. Yeah, and then here come yeah. the Commanders and the Texans. Texans, I get it. The Falcons, who should be improved, and then your away opponents—obviously, Bills, Dolphins, Patriots—you play your, you know, your division of foes twice. But you got to go on the road and play the Broncos, the Raiders. You talked about the Cowboy game, and then you've got to go to Cleveland, Baldy. Now, I, that to me, just knowing Cleveland should be improved. All these teams I'm thinking of, somebody's going to take a step back. I get it. But just based on what we know right now, and then we'll see what happens with the draft this weekend, that's a daunting task. It really is. And I just – I'm laying that out for Jets fans because I know yeah. everybody's excited, but it's not as if Aaron comes in and they go 17-0. <laughs> yeah. Know? It's, that's not well, going to that, 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 that is 
Um, I'm sure we're going to talk about it all day today here at the network uh, out here in Los Angeles right now. But I, I feel like that is, uh, and not to mention their own division opponents. Like every week is going to, like their target is on the Jets' back. Yep. Aaron Rodgers has already looked at the schedule. He can already probably guess when they're playing, you know, as long as he's been around this business and as much as he's on top of all this stuff. It's going to be fun, Carl. It's going to be fun. Now, we did the same thing last year when Russell Wilson went to Denver. It's true. And it was a complete flop. True. Now, you know, I think the team around Aaron is a lot better than it was in Denver. We got to still see if they can put an offense line together. I mean, I never saw an offense line get decimated week by week the way the Jets did a year ago, playing, you know, 38-year-old Dwayne Brown over here and, like, just picking guys up off the street and everything they could just to get five guys up there. So – uh, we got, yeah, that's, that's the next thing. Can, can the Jets with Mackay Becton and Ali Vera Tucker, can they get these guys healthy and whatever they do with the 15th pick in the draft, which I think is going to be an offense lineman, can they build a, you know, a competitive wall in front of Aaron Rodgers right now? Well, I was just about to ask you about this because I was going to ask you, what do they need? Okay. What's the missing piece? So we're talking about the Aaron component. We know Brees Hall's coming back. We know about Garrett Wilson. We know about the skill position guys. If you are heading into this draft on Thursday night and you are the Jets, are you going Broderick Jones? Are you going Paris, uh, the, the kid from Ohio? Yeah, Paris Johnson, Johnson from Ohio State. Which way are you? do you think they might go? It won't surprise me to see him take one of those tackles or Darnell Wright from Tennessee. You like Darnell and- Wright a lot, don't you? Yeah, I do. I do. I really like him. Um, I'm higher on him than some other people, which is fine. Sure. Um, I just think he's a plug and play right tackle. That is uh, exactly what the Jets need. Just a just a mauler at right tackle. They had Max Mitchell there for a few games last year. He got hurt. He was a rookie. But you let Makai Becton and Dwayne Brown battle it out at left tackle, okay. and they need a center. They they, they signed Wes Schweitzer from uh, the Washington Commanders, who's capable of playing it. But there's Joe Tipman in this draft from Wisconsin, like. The Jets pick right now, they pick 15 and 43. Like Darnell Wright and Joe Tipman. Back to back. Back First to back. Okay. Just go, okay. Because the Jets did this at one time with Nick Mangold. And, you know, like they did this, you know, way back when, um, you know, and Favre was there. Like I, I could I could see Joe Douglas going, I'm going to do this once and for all. I'm going to, you know, I, I, I'm going to go get, you know, Darnell or Broderick and I'm going to get Joe Tipman. We're going to plug these two rookies in. We think they're 10 year starters and work in Ali Vera Tucker, Lakin Tomlinson, Mackay Becton, whatever. And this is what we're going with. And then, you know, later in the draft, you know, whatever's left, let's go get myself a big fat defensive tackle that could just eat double teams, you know, and protect and kind of work that direction. Yeah. Um, and by the way, I mean, that's when you have specific needs like that, Baldy, it makes your draft a lot easier, right? When you've got teams that need five positions and they're going, oh, we're going to take the best guy on the board. Jets are like, look, we're fixing our old line because we just made this huge investment in Aaron Rodgers. We got to make sure we got the guys. Brian Baldinger, Carl Dukes with you. It's in the huddle, guys. I want to shift gears and talk about the Packers for a second. The Packers for the first time now have a question mark at quarterback since 1992. You're going back to the Favre years, right? Then the transition to Aaron. I mean, now, years. it's been forever. 
And now here comes Jordan Love. I've said this. I don't know what the kid is. I know he's been on the bench. I've seen him in preseason games. Whoop-de-doo. I don't know when the pressure's on, what's going to happen, and what the expectation is. But, Baldy, how does Green Bay move forward with this? We know Brian Gutekinds, the general manager, has said, hey, it's time for Love to play, and he's saying all the right things. What's Jordan Love? So I went through the whole roster of every teams in this league yesterday, and Christian Watson's going to throw to three rookie wide receivers that were drafted by Green Bay a year ago. Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, Samari Touré from Nebraska, seventh-round pick. That's on, that's the wide receiving core. That's okay. it. But you don't have anybody else. Mm. They have uh, DeGuara, a tight end, who's a third-round pick three years ago, at tight end. That's it. And they've got A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. Their cupboard is as bare as any team in this league. Now, you can say, okay, 13th pick. Let's go get Jackson, Smith, and Jigba. Okay. All right, fine. Like, there's – you're, you've got basically a rookie receiving core with Jordan Love. And um, it is mm. it is awfully bare. Now, they've got some assets. Okay. Um, you know what rookies are in this league. Sometimes they need a red shirt year. Uh, sometimes they hit it running. But there is not a whole lot of help around. Now, and then you could say, okay, you know, is David Bakhtiari ever going to be healthy? Is Elton Jenkins ever going to give you a full season? Like, there's, there's some question marks up front. With the offensive line. So uh, it is – now, they have added assets to the defense for years. Last year, two first-round picks on defense, and they were terrible on defense last year. Now, maybe they put it together this year, and, you know, they they uh, become a top-10 defense, or if they're top-5 defense, that will help Jordan. But it is – it's not like there's Sterling Sharp out there. It's not like, you know, there's, <laughs> you know, Devontae Adams. Yeah. Um, you know, that – you know, elite number one picks. Now, maybe Christian Watson, you know, becomes that great second-round pick that Packers have been known for uh, and becomes that player. That would be a good thing. But uh, there's they, – they need a lot of work, I think. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, and this is going to be – I think Green Bay fans, they're happy that this saga is over because it's been ongoing for the last few years, right? I think a lot of Green Bay fans feel like, uh, you know, Aaron was holding them hostage, right, to a certain degree. And, and playing this game with the franchise. And now they can move on, but also they have to realize they're not as good. I mean, they're just not going to be as good as they once were. And I think that's that's going to be, you know, the hard part about this. Yeah, I'm glad he's gone. But you look at the overall makeup of the team as you're laying out, Baldy, and you go, well, all right, we, we may not be as good. But at least this is behind us. Um, 